Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. Each week, some of the brightest Divi minds from all around the world get together expertise of running businesses and developing websites with WordPress and Divi. Tonight, you'll be listening to episode 53, where we'll be discussing migrating your WordPress website. Let's get chatting. But before we do, let's say hello to tonight's super awesome panel. Ladies first. Hi, Leslie. That be me. Hi, uh, I'm Leslie Brunel <laughs> of A Girl in Her Mac. You can find me at agirlinhermac.design and at agirlinhermac on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Fantastic. Glad you're here, Leslie. And I'm going to go with the seniors next. Hey, Terry. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> That's all right. Um, my name is Terry. I'm coming to you from approximately Dallas, Texas. I run Mysegorn Inc. and also work almost exclusively with bsuperfly.com. Fantastic. So glad to have you here, Terry. Thank you. Hey, Josh. Hey, everybody. Josh Hall here coming to you from the lovely city of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you can find me. My business site is intransitstudios.com, or if you want to hit me up with all my Divi stuff, you can find me at joshhall.co. Glad you're here, Josh. Hey, Corey. Hey, how's it going? I, I actually think I'm more senior than Josh, so... <laughs> he was just digging at me. <laughs> and it reminded me of that, that Facebook conversation we had last night going to. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, back to topic. Corey Jenkins, AspenGroveStudios.com, Dibby.Space. I'm coming at you from beautiful Prescott, Arizona, and I am also a food truck uh, specialist for WordCamp Phoenix. Boom. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Glad you're here, too. Corey. My name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios, Divi Space, WP the Podcast, and Divi Chat, obviously. Uh, tonight we've got a great topic. First, I want to say hey to all our regulars who are joining us on. Hey. Glad you're back. So happy to have you join us. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about migrating your WordPress website. Uh, how you do that? There's a few ways to go about doing that, but before we start, and dive off into the topic, I was hoping that our good friend Terry Hale might give us a uh, little bit of education about how WordPress actually works and stuff so that you'll understand this migration better. So take it away, T Terry. All right. Um, yeah, before we can understand uh, migration, and we'll talk about why we need to do it, how to do it, best practices, things not to do, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the reason it's a little bit of a challenge is because WordPress is not just a set of files. In other words, um, it's not just the WordPress files, the, the theme files, the Divi files, uh, the images and the other assets that you can uh, explore with an FTP file explorer. All of your content, like your posts and your pages, are stored in a database, LSU. So also the uh, your WordPress and theme options, uh, customization settings, your custom CSS, module settings, all that kind of Divi stuff. Pretty much all of what you 
use Divi fours put into the database. So that's why we don't, that's why we're not allowed to just copy files over. We have to copy the database as well, including your login information and all that kind of stuff. So that's just a little bit of a prologue. That kind of brings me to my first uh, don't of the night, which was when I first, one of my first migrations I ever did, I did not know that. I did not know about the database. So I just pulled all the site files. They were, you know, you have all your WordPress files and like Terry said, your uploads, all your themes and everything. I just moved that to another site and then I deleted the database and I had no idea that there was a daily database with it. So yeah, the understanding of how the database works with it is is crucial for sure. That's really getting your hands dirty and learning. I was joking with the <laughs> That's panel. learning fast. Yeah, yeah, learning fast. I was joking yeah. with the panel before we went live that my hairline was a little lower before I got into migration. So. <laughs> I, I was going to say that, that that's kind of like migrating like an old school like HTML uh, site. You know? Yeah, yeah. Zip it up, move it. And you're Zip good. it up, point it, you're good to go. Doesn't work with Debbie. <laughs> All right. Well, what do we want to do? Do we? How do we want to tackle this topic? Obviously, there are some really awesome tools out there that will help you migrate your website. Uh, maybe we should talk about the different different ways you can migrate a WordPress website. Obviously, first, there's tools that we'll cover tonight. Here's what's called a manual migration. Terry and Josh were both kind of alluding to it there. Uh, and, and we can cover the do's and the don'ts and stuff. And if I can find it, my first experience with migrating um, WordPress websites was manually. Um, had I known that there were plugins out there that were so awesome that all I had to do was click one button, (laughs) I would have definitely done that. Uh, I was a little bit nervous and I wanted to make, I didn't want to trust developer (laughs) with my data. So I learned how to manually migrate sites initially, and it was pretty much a seven step process. So if I can dig up my seventh step, manually migrating, actually, I think my good, no, that's, that's installing WordPress. Never mind. If I can dig up that seven step process, I'll put it in the show notes and stuff, but yeah, I I didn't have a write up on it, but I, I can pretty much, do it with my eyes closed. Manual migration. <laughs> Done it a hundred times. Why don't you? Why don't you talk a little bit to the manual migration, Corey? Well, uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm actually a fan of manual migration. Kind of like doing a just some you know manual WordPress install. To me, it's clean and and uh, pretty, and uh, it's after you kind of learn what you're doing, it's it's not overly difficult. Um, so you know, as Terry was saying, there's different different components to your, um, to your site. There's the files and, and there's the database. So, so what you need, you know, so what you need to do, let's say you're on a current host and you want to move to a, to a new host. Um, you can download your files a couple of ways. You can, you can do it via FTP, which if it's a larger site, you're, you're probably going to have to do it that way. Um, if it's not a real huge site, you can, um, you can actually zip up your, um, just your files, like in you know public HTML or or your you know your, your WordPress files if it's in a in a subdirectory, zip those up, um, upload and then you know upload them to your to your new hosting, extract them, um, and then and, and then you can go into uh, to PHP MyAdmin and um, export 
your your database uh, from you know from your your current host. Um, from there, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do some things. I, I like to actually search and replace uh, the URL if the URL is changing at that time. If the URL doesn't change, you don't have to worry about it. But there's there's different methods to uh, to search and replace um, your URL in the database. So if you're changing from like uh, you know from divichat.com to divichat uh, is awesome.com, you're gonna have to change the those uh, URLs in the database. You Super upload that, awesome. upload that to your new um, website via PHP admin. Uh, yeah, I, there's there's different steps. I, I don't want to cover the whole thing right now. Uh, I, I guess I could. <laughs> but do you're it, but, but you're doing so good, Corey. You're doing so. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I see the audience falling asleep right now. <laughs> well, I'll back um, you up. I can okay, back so, you up. Okay, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Corey. So, so on the new go site, ahead, Josh. So go on, ahead, Josh. on the new site, you create the new database, and it's going to be named something different than your than your old database. So, so then you have to go back into your files, your w, your WP config. You have to change the database name, username, password, and the WP config. And uh, well, it, it might actually be a good blog post for me to to put together. Uh, maybe we can have some contributors here. I was going to back you up on the whole manual process, Corey. And it's funny. I, I really wish I would have done this, but my next tutorial that I'm going to do on my site is how to manually migrate yeah. WordPress sites. So I was hoping to do it before this, but yeah, maybe I can. We can have a race and see who gets the ball. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably it's probably going to be I know what Black Friday. I know what Corey's work. I know what Corey's workload is, Josh. You're going to get it. <laughs> I got out. it. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, but no, you know, I there are some really good tools, and I'm I'm looking on the YouTube chat right now, and they've got a lot of good tools that are mentioned already, which I know we'll get into. But I think it's very important, and I think it's very valuable to know how to do a manual migration, just in case those tools don't work. Case yeah. in point. When you're migrating between hosts, sometimes there are some different um, configurations in like the, the WP config file, which is kind of your main, well, wouldn't you know it, configuration file. Um, and I've had some duplicator tools not work well with hosts. And um, that's where, you know, if something does go awry, it's really important to be able to know how to get into those main files and kind of know what you're doing. So I think this is huge to kind of figure out you know, how yeah. to be able to manually migrate. And there are a few different steps and it can get a little hairy, but once you've done it one or two times, you start feeling a little more comfortable. And now I'm kind of like you, Corey, I can get in there and I'm not sweating too much when I'm getting into PHP and, and database stuff. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I, I just think it's important. And, and another big time is like, is when, when the site, when the site is big, like when there's a lot of files, mm. uh, a, lot, a lot of the, uh, the migration tools aren't going to handle it. Case in yeah. point, you know, we recently had to do a, uh, migration and you know the site and, and not the database the files you know are like 18 gigs i mean this person's been blogging forever they do podcasting so 18 18 gig site you're going to be hard pressed to find a migration tool that handles that very well um and, and i guess we'll kind of kind of get into that some of the different uh tool methods that, that are available yeah yeah well let's talk about that what are some of our favorite tools when migrating i'll, I'll Go ahead, Leslie. Go ahead, Leslie. Put I, hand up. I like Updraft Plus. Um, I, I think I did one manual migration a long time ago. I don't like being in the database. I Just like David, when you said you don't trust the developer, I don't trust me back there. Um, I don't I, – I just – no. I, I'm a designer. <laughs> um, I, I get back there. Back up. Back up. Back up. <laughs> yeah. Back up. Yeah, back up. Back up. 
Um, but I like Updraft Plus because I bought their migrator tool. I just think it's really easy. Um, I think for anybody new to it, it's pretty easy to use. Um, you, you know, you literally just back up and like, click, a couple, click a few buttons or whatever. Um, so that's what I use. I, I, it's, I have it on, I've used it several, not several, like a lot of times. And, and I've never had issues. Um, I think I used to use, was it Backup Buddy? I think I'm used to use to migrate, and I had so many problems. So when I found Updraft Plus, I've just been stuck in, sticking with them. Um, I know All in One is pretty highly recommended. I, I don't think I've ever used it though. But yeah. Well, as you've segued into All in One, <laughs> I know you like it. Yeah. <laughs> I do. You know, we start like I said. I initially started manually migrating them, and that was just labor and time intensive. You know, depending on the size of the site and stuff, and um, buddy, which is a very powerful tool, but I had a lot of issues with backup buddy. A lot of failed. I kept getting like a billion email notifications that this didn't happen. That didn't happen. And then I found the Holy grail of website migration called all in one WP migration. And it literally is so simple. You install the plugin and it says import export. Click it, downloads the files, and if you're exporting it, you export it, and then you import it to your new one, and it grabs database, file structure, everything. You do nothing. So um, they do have a couple of extensions that I really, really like as well. They have a, um, a backup extension, which will allow you to offload automatically to Google Drive, Dropbox, you know, Amazon, wherever you want to go. Um, so I started like way to migrate web websites, which probably was the best way, and then move to a tool, a plugin, probably the most complex backup plugin that's out there in Backup Buddy. Oh, I'm using all-in-one migration, and it just works. You know, it's just kind of crazy how it works. David, do those uh, does it play pretty well between different hosts? Or be Corey can speak it? more to it. I don't. I think we've only had a couple of minor issues. Over the last yeah, couple of years, I, 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 I haven't really seen too many issues uh, host related. Um, I probably some of the issues that I've seen were more Divi related, and those are probably just Divi in, in general. Um, case in point, um, uh, galleries. For some reason, like uh, when for, for some reason on certain Divi sites that we migrate, the you know all of a sudden the, the galleries like you know the gallery mo uh, module won't be like populated. Mm. Um, with, with the selected images, so you have to like go back and you know stick them back in there. Uh, we, we just kind of ran into that issue, and that's also something we've ran into, like you know, in, in our uh, child theme, um, you know, one-click upload process. We've had issues with the gallery, so I, I wouldn't say any host in particular. One host off the top of my head, um, which I, I think has problems in, in general, is um, one in one, and it's with people who use that. Um, uh, their their one you know their WordPress installation script on there that seems to cause a lot of issues with all kinds of different software whether it be migration software or, or otherwise um, you know because some people install you know because you have to install WordPress to use um, all in one WP migration it's not like Backup Buddy where you can have an empty empty directory and That's the same with Updraft Plus you have to install yeah it. yeah so so a lot of these people will will use um, you know one of these one click installers to to do WordPress. Which is another reason why I'm, I'm a huge fan of just like installing WordPress manually, um, and and and, and that will actually cause complications. But in, in general, I, I haven't really seen any hosting 
uh, issues with, with all in one. Cool. It's good to know. I think it's kind of like comparable because y'all, y'all keep mentioning, you know, when, when you learn how to do it manually, um, it's just a cleaner and, and you get, you get quicker with it. It's kind of like the same with child themes. There's tools out there, but once you learn to just put your little files together on your own, you know, you really don't need a tool. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking it's kind of, kind of like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yep. It's a sense of accomplishment. It's like what Josh was talking about earlier. It really helps you to understand the platform that you're working with also. True. Yeah, it, I think probably what is one of the most important things, and we've kind of said it, and I'll just reiterate it, is understanding exactly how things work. You know, once you understand how they work, the tools that you use to can ultimately be your choice, whether you manually decide to do it or programmatically decide to do it. Uh, but understanding the database, the file structure, how WordPress works, when putting those pieces back together, if something you you know what to look for. So make sure you read Josh's blog post. In the <laughs> It'll be coming up soon, man. I, I yeah. knew I should have got that done. I, I'm, I'm going to buy you some caffeine after the show, and I'm going to stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> be damned. Better I need hurry, to Josh. Like three hours Better hurry, Josh. I'll, I'll, I tell you what, I'll, I'll make a pact on here. I'll get it up within a week. So by yeah, next Tuesday. Uh, I, I'll be happy if you do. I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah. I, I mean, I it's really... I, I don't want to leave. So there's probably some people we're talking about some generalities, but there's probably some specifics I could hit on real, real quickly. And Corey, you kind of touched on it, but there's really, there's a few things that are really important in regards to WordPress itself. The WP content folder, which is where all of your uploads, your images, your themes, all of your plugins and everything are. That's the one thing you need to make sure you have. And then the config file, which is in there, it's called WP config.php, those are really the two, and Terry, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but those are really the only two folders or files you need in WordPress, or those are the only editable or customized ones. Everything else is just standard WordPress. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, that's exactly right, Josh. Yeah. Uh, you don't even have to migrate all of WordPress. All you need to migrate is that WP uh, content. content. And then config, yeah. For real? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, because WordPress, like when you, uh, you can, you know, dub, the, double save the permalinks and it'll create its own HD access, correct? Right. Yeah. And so yeah. what I'll do often is just download the WP content folder and then the config file. And then I just upload WordPress wherever the site is going. Then I just replace those two. And then I just go in and make sure the database lines up. Now, the database is in phpMyAdmin. And the, the database itself has your pages, your content, like Terry mentioned earlier. And the most important thing to know with that is you, you have your database and then you have a user that's attached to the database. Now, generally when you just one click WordPress, it'll auto install that, but you can actually manually set up databases and users. So those are kind of like the four main things. And David, I know you mentioned it before, it's a backup, backup, backup. I found that as long as you, you know, or in an organized way, back up your your development site or whatever your your initial site is. As long as you have that and have that in a place that's easy to get to, you can always refer back to that in case something goes awry. So those are just some of the main things I wanted to hit on. Um, but check out my tutorial by next week, and it'll. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. All right, we're, we're timing you. I have a question then. Um, Go ahead. Okay, so one time I did manually roll back WordPress version. Um, and I remember I had to, uh, basically replace, um, everything except 
WP content. So is this kind of the opposite? Where I would replace every uh, content, but not everything else? The WP content would actually be the only thing that you, well, yeah. Yeah, you would replace. So if, are you talking about Leslie taking one site, like a new site and then moving it over to a new site? Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think if I'm understanding, because y'all make it sound really easy. Yeah, um, so as far as just FTP. If, 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 if you look at like your uploads folder, um, the way the way WordPress structures items when you when you upload them, you have like a year and, and you have a month, and you have a and then you have a, a file name. Basically, is the way that they structure it. Now the, the database uh, points to, to all those items. Um, so you, you know, so, so if, if those items aren't there, obviously you know it's going to show a, a broken image. Um, but as, as, as long as you migrate the content over and it, and it stays within the same, like August of 2016, you're, the, the, the database has a URL that refers to that WP content folder. So, mm -hmm. so the important thing is when you're migrating is that when you're, when you're migrating your database, that so you do the, the search and replace. And, and there's tools out there. There's like better search and replace. Um, mm -hmm. the migration tools do it automatically for the most part. But um, if, if you're doing it manually, you need to go in and, and search and replace your, your primary URL. Um, also, I, I guess another uh, pro tip that you kind of pick up on later in life is when you're developing, use relative URLs as often as possible, yes. and it's, it's going to save you a lot of headaches. <laughs> uh, just in weird instances, like you don't even think of. So relative URLs are, are awesome. <laughs> yeah. For newbies, so Corey, relative URLs are basically just after the domain name, right? After the domain name, yeah. After that yeah. slash following the .com or, or .net, yeah. whatever it might be. Um, and then you'll see like WP-content typically. And yeah, that, that's a relative URL. I'll, I'll so you're leaving off your primary. Yeah. Uh, we, we might hit on this in a little bit, but Velvet Blues is the one I Velvet use, Blues. which is a really good find. I've that one. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. Yeah, another searchable. I, 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 use, I, I just use like brackets. I, you know, I'm, yeah. I just use a text editor and do it that way. Oh, okay. Just because I'm a nerd. Right. Terry so, yeah. probably kills me. To answer your question, <laughs> Leslie, yeah, you just replace the WP content folder and then the config file basically just tells, you know, where what database it is and, and the password and all that good stuff. I'm going to do a manual migration this week then. I'm going to try it again. Wait till my tutorial's <laughs> out and you can okay. do it because of, oh. <laughs> Actually, we want you to do it, but we need to screencast it live. Yeah, yeah, do it live. <laughs> Girl, with audio, screencast my wife's screen down. of death. With audio, there's going to be a You know what? <laughs> Le Leslie's going to be on next week with all gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's worth mentioning that if you're a Jetpack user, I think they also have a a, a migration tool within it. Yeah. So so let's go. I, 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 David David talked about our favorite tool, but uh, it, it'd be interesting to hear everybody else's, I guess. Yeah, I said mine already. Yeah. With what do you guys use? Terry, you don't use a tool, do you? Uh, <laughs> Terry, like <laughs> David and I were talking earlier today, and I can't even remember. I've done probably one migration before because all my sites are either new or they're conversions from HTML to WordPress, or I've used <clears throat> WP Engine, something like that. So. My take on all this is from more of a general perspective than actual specific tools and things like that. But while I'm uh, while my mic is hot, I'll also mention that one reason that you might be doing a site migration is because you're changing hosts. And a lot of hosts, when you sign up, they'll give you a migration service for free. 
Um, I know in motion does that. Uh, I'll throw out GoDaddy for those who <laughs> might be interested. Um, I think SiteGround does it too now that it used to, but they do now. I think most uh, reputable ones do. I, I don't know yeah. if I've never not, I don't think I've ever not been offered. Most probably do it. You know, most yeah. will migrate. If you come and do business with them. I yeah, they want your money. So, so, they want <laughs> so that's your yeah. absolute easiest to do option. Just let somebody else do it. And it's on them if it goes wrong. Uh, the next easiest would be uh, with the all-in-one WP migration or backup buddy or whatever you want to use. Uh, and then the next, the most customizable and probably the most fail-proof is the uh, manual type of migration that we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah, fail-proof. Come to get there. me. Yeah, that's that's a, the fire station like two blocks away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I so I manage all my sites with Manage WP, and uh, they have a cloning tool on there, and I use that frequently oh, as well. It. Oh, it's, it's yeah. awesome! Yeah, and what's real? What's so? Sometimes what I'll do is I have some starting templates. Like I have basically every time I start a new website, I have my basic settings in there and my child themes, which just have a, a few files and some basic pages and stuff. And I just use that to clone to a new site. So. Um, I do manual migrate. It's probably 50-50 for me. If it's a big site that's really important, then I'll generally do a manual migration just because I don't trust. I mean, the cloning tool works pretty well, but again, like we talked about earlier, it depends on the size of the site, what host they're going to, and it can get a little tricky. And I've found timeouts to be a, a real big issue with, with, um, with duplications and stuff and migration. So yeah, ManageWP does work very well with the cloning feature. You basically just... It sounds like what you mentioned earlier, David, with the one and one or whatever it was, where you just you you import. Actually, with this one, you don't even export a file. You just upload both sites to Manage WP, and you just say, "Hey, clone it," and it clones it over. Is it because because you have the back the backups enabled, and then it pulls from that backup? Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yep. You got to have the backups enabled, and even if you just enable the backup while while you just clone it, it's fine. You can just you know, <laughs> and, and you provide the uh, your WordPress. Uh, admin credentials basically right so like exactly yeah so all so let's say i'm moving test or site b to site a um i'll have site b and manage wp i'll go and just do a basic wordpress install in site a and then i'll go through manage wp and say hey clone site b over to site a and then it does it automatically and oh. nine times out of ten it works i've never tried that Interesting. yeah it's pretty cool pretty yeah cool. i'd say probably the smoothest uh uh, host migration I, I've seen is WP Engine, and it's not necessarily a, a service they provide, but it's it's a it's a plugin. Um, so so basically, um, you know, you set up a new site on WP Engine, they provide you with certain credentials, uh, SFTP credentials. You upload the, the plugin to your to your development site or the site that you're wanting to migrate from. You you put in your SFTP credentials and like a code that they that they give you. And then it basically takes care of itself. And I, I've never seen an issue with that. And it's probably like hands down the fastest um, migration I, I, I've seen, you know, even outside some of the really good tools like all-in-one migration. It works really well for large sites and it, it just goes really fast. So, Yeah, I want to say this. The version that we're talking about and stuff, here's what I love the most about it, about at least all-in-one and if you have a very large site, then you'll have to step up to a premium version. But the difference between the 
premium version is only the size of your site. So if you've got a really big site, premium version. But if you don't, which a lot of times when you're developing new websites, they're not large. So, you know, you can migrate them to the live site after you're done building them and stuff totally free, 100%. It's in the WordPress repository. So that's that's awesome. I didn't know that was free. Yeah, yeah, not sure yeah. about it's, 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 yeah, it's free under a certain size, and then, and then they have an um, unlimited extension. They have a multi-site extension, which works awesome um, for migrating and, and backing up um, uh, multi-sites. Uh, so we use it like on our, on our demo zone. And then they also have um, different backup extensions, so you can you can back up to your uh, Dropbox or Google Drive. So if, if you want to get really robust with some of the extensions, you might be looking at you know maybe a hundred hundred and fifty dollars or something like that, and, and it's lifetime. It, it's not annual. And Updraft Plus itself is free, but the migrator tool I want to say it was like twenty five bucks. That part's not free. They don't have any free version of a migrator tool that I that I'm aware of. I don't think. Is that a uh, one-time fee or lifetime, one, Liz? One-time, yeah, I believe. And I'm I, sure. We, I think we still actually technically have a backup buddy license until the year 2039 or something. At least that's what my <laughs> backup yeah. buddy version is when I log in there. Um, but it's a pretty expensive tool. So does anybody have any experience with using yeah, I ha I had bad experiences. I feel like Backup Buddy is for people who are more developers. I don't know. I feel like I I don't know that the problem was necessarily Backup Buddy. I think it was me. Um, <laughs> but I I found it uh, hard hard to use. Uh, it wouldn't always work. Um, you know, it would time out. And I don't have big sites. You know. I know. I know. We have Corey has. Yeah. Um... I, yeah, I, I just never caught it caught on with me. Um, I'm a huge Corey Miller fan in general. I, I like iThemes. Um, you know, we, we've used iThemes security, but um, I, they so they, they had the backup buddy, and, the, and then they came out with um, oh, I, I forget what it, exactly. Stash uh, backup stash. Yeah, you know, well, stash and, and live. So so it was like basically the concept was like live backup. So it, it will detect like changes in your. Um, pages and posts and and uh, kind of do like real-time backups but um i, I kind of found it to be a resources hog that's uh, what it sounds like <laughs> yeah you know especially like on, a, on a development server uh that you have multiple sites on or like a shared server it, it, even a even a decent sized vps server if you have like you know 50 development sites or something running and you're you know have, have them all um backing up a stash it's it's going to chew up some resources so that, that's that's kind of why we haven't really used it but um, in, in general, I, I think I think backup buddy for the, you know, for the blogger, the person that that's making just changes to one or two sites. Um, I, I think it's a good solution for for backups, and um, I'm, I'm not extremely well versed in the migration portion of it. I think that's probably a good kind of general rule of thumb. Is if you have a smaller site, generally most of those duplicators and migration tools, you know, sounds like most all of them are going to work pretty pretty nice and pretty seamless, but. When you have a site with multiple plugins, let's say you have a WooCommerce site with a hundred products, and there's a you know, you might have a huge database with images and all this kind of stuff. That's where you know it's probably worth having a premium tool or to know how to do it yourself, just in case something goes awry for sure. Because I mean, you can have I I don't know I'm a little 
maybe I'm a control freak, but I get a little leery about hosts doing my migrations because while they may do some things right, there's always, it seems like there's always something that they missed or like didn't even figure in, you know, email and all the other things that go along with the site moving yeah. hosts. So you know, I get, I get kind of leery about that as well. Um, you know, some, sometimes. Right. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't mean to be a Debbie right, Downer. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually so optimistic. Right. About migration. <laughs> yeah. We were like, where's this Josh coming from? <laughs> <laughs> migration Josh is no fun. Yeah, migration Josh. <laughs> he's, he's migrating south for the winter. <laughs> he, he is a total jerk. Yep. <laughs> Well, when we get done with all this, uh, I do want to also talk about how you can help save those uh, resource limitation problems or the time that it takes or the size of your site and that kind of stuff uh, before you do the migration. That'll that'll help you along also, but whenever we're ready for that. Go, yeah. Terry, go. We're ready. Step one is getting rid of any files that you do not need for your WordPress site. And one of the easiest things to do, I can't tell you how many sites I've looked at, and they've got 30, 40 themes installed on that site. That's a big backup killer right there. And, of course, it's going to affect your migration. So if you're running Divi and you have a child theme, you should have Divi and that child theme and probably 2017, the default WordPress theme, just for testing purposes. Everything else should go. There's, there's absolutely no point in having more than those three, those three themes on your site because it's just taking up Good resources advice. and space. Um, Make sure, find a way to limit your post revisions because if you're editing a post, you've done that 50 times, all of those are database entries. That whole post is stored in the database 50 different times. Uh, there are tools, I'll try to find a link. I think SJ wrote something about yeah, it. Yeah, he does. He has that, a uh, To uh, limit it to just three or four res revisions, that'll clean up your database a lot also, especially if you you're a really nitpicky post creator kind of person. Everything has to line up exactly right or spelling checks, whatever, you know, and uh, check your uh, spam, clean out your spam, clean out all of your trashed items. Uh, just get that database cleaned up, get those themes taken out of there. And you could eliminate just with those three things, you could eliminate your site size, the whole size by 50%. That's awesome. Yeah. And I would and, even and optimize, optimize your images. Yeah. 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 Right? Absolutely. I'm pretty bad at like playing around with different images while I'm designing the site. And then by the time the site goes live, I'm like, I have like 70 images <laughs> and I put in, in headers and move some things around yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's all stuff. I, I need to be better at going through and deleting all the ones I don't need for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Terry, those are awesome points. Uh, yeah. So we, we use like smush it and we, you know, I, I optimize, uh, images before I before I migrate, and then you, you're gonna you know uh, having a script like like the one SJ wrote. Uh, I, I think it's on like Divi Divi Space. Um, it's awesome. Like while you're developing too, at times. And sometimes you want to keep like multiple revisions while you're developing. Sometimes you don't. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah. there's also tools like like I use like WP Optimize. Yeah, I use that. Uh, and, and then I'll clean up some of like the transient options and, and things like that. They could also bloat a, a database. Um, that, that's probably more in like production than, um, than than in development. You see that stuff stacking up. But uh, yeah, images, database, clean those up. Your your tools are going to work a lot better uh, for for migrating if you do that. I will say that I've had some strange things happen with managed WPs post revisions cleanup. Um, I, I don't know if it was a fluke thing or what, but it it deleted um, a live. <laughs> I don't. I I lost a whole a, a whole page, um, and oh, wow. I had just yeah, it was really weird, and I I. I really feel like it was that because I had just used, I just, you know, did that and I was kind of new to manage WP. Um, so ever since then, I don't really trust it. I, it might not have been managed WP. Maybe I did something. I didn't realize it, but I just don't trust it. Um, I, I've also used WP optimize. I, I want to say WP rockets. Um, maybe some caching plugins have an option for that. Um, I, I'm pretty sure WP rocket does like, they'll keep it for up to two weeks or something, or you can tell it how many weeks you want to keep or whatever. I wonder, um, Leslie, because I, I haven't had any issues with that with managed WP, but it could happen if, like, you know how sometimes you're working on a page, particularly if you're in the visual builder or something, and it saves a draft or whatever, or it's, you know, um, if it's, like, holding on to that and then you optimize it, managed yeah, WP, it real, I could see that. Yeah, it was real weird. Hmm. And it was my blog post that's a freaking million miles long, so oh. it was it was a huge mess. I, had, I found oh. an old copy and I had to add back in some stuff, but... I don't know. I just it. I, I don't use it. That the one part in Manage WP that I, I don't know. I'll try it again, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had any issues, but yeah, that's scary, scary stuff for sure. <laughs> and speaking of files, also uh, one of our listeners, Universal Arts, brings up a good point. If you aren't using a plugin and it's deactivated, and you you just you aren't using it, get rid of it. Yep. You know, all those are files that are stored in your backups and a part of your migration process that just don't need to be there. Good call. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Um, I, I try to get rid of images that I, I you know, because I'm like Josh. I use a lot of images. But I try to go back through, and, and I'll delete ones that I didn't end up using. Now, when it tells you something's attached and unattached, how accurate is that in the media library? Because I know for a fact I have pictures that are not uploaded to a page, but it will say that they are. Is it because all those little other pictures are? <laughs> well, and Divi, it's not accurate at all. Okay. <laughs> so no. we'll, tell you, we'll tell you that first off. Uh, using that as a as a reference point for deleting images you're going to delete images that, yeah i can't uh, use using. it because i'm like that's not true i can't yeah. delete that. <laughs> but, but at the same point uh terry and i had this conversation a, a couple of weeks ago and he was nice enough to kind of lend me some of his expertise but uh giving in, in general the amount of like thumbnails per image that you upload that it creates what was it terry we, we found like eight to ten uh on a, a divi install i think it was somewhere nine or ten i think total yeah, yeah. So, so for each image you upload, Divi is creating like nine, like eight or nine other versions and, and sizes of, of that image. So, well, WordPress has got four itself. WordPress is four. Divi, yeah. Divi adds another six or something like that, and uh, that yeah, that brings up a good point. Also, some of those images that Divi creates are used only for specific modules. So if you have a developer friend who can help you out and you know you're not going to ever use that particular module on the site, you can have your install not create those images, which, again, 
save space and storage. Like if you never use the portfolio module. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and there's actually you know there's a file within Core Divi that that controls that, but it's I don't think it's like really worth explaining right now. Yeah, I see a couple of people have asked about that, um, cutting down the images in, in the Facebook groups. And I, I, I mean, I guess so. I've never really thought it was that, that big a deal because there tend to be very small file size. But, but yeah, it adds up. And I didn't uh, realize it was that yeah, many. On, on big sites, <laughs> yeah. We, we ran into it on, on a site that's an e-commerce. Um, and, and yeah, we, we ended up having to write a script that basically eliminated a lot of those thumbnail sizes because – exponentially, you know, when you have X amount of products and, and the site's been live for three, four years, it's, it's going to really stack up. And, and you switch out your images with new ones and haven't got rid of the old ones. delete the old ones, yeah. yeah it's, it, it ends up being a mess. So spring cleaning, something you do, uh, you know, once sure. a year is, is good. Can I ask one more image question? <laughs> when you edit in... No. <laughs> when you edit in WordPress, <laughs> say you crop, crop a picture in WordPress in your media library, um, and it puts, you know, it changes the file name to as that little jumble number. Does that also create another set? Oh, good question. Wow. Yeah. Very oh, good. Oh, you've you been editing it within. within. That's, that's a good question, yeah. Nobody uh, knows. Does Jerry not know? Personally, I've never even used that feature. <laughs> I try not to, but sometimes it's easy. So Me too, Leslie. I, yeah, there's been a couple yeah. times where I've cropped things in there. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't like Photoshop. to because I don't <laughs> want those little superfluous little file names, but but sometimes I do, yeah, and I've never known. It's uh, not going to create a new uh, media size based on that. It, it can't, surely. Okay. I would think okay. it would just replace <laughs> that image because... It, well, it in, the, in the media library, it replaces it. You can still use the original file because you just can delete the little. I'm going to bet it's, it's it'll show a, up. It'll a show setting the in uh, the WP options table. Okay. I was just hmm. curious. Yeah. That's a really good question, though. So, so I, I think one last migration point we haven't touched on is the, the Divi migration itself. Using the, the Divi library, the JSON exports. Uh, mm. Which oh, yeah. isn't which isn't necessarily useful in like migrating huge sites, but it, it's a it's a simple way to uh, you know to move pages and, and certain posts. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's super handy, actually. Right. Yeah. So if you just want content migration instead of a full site migration. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll bring over images. So so let's say like on a right. on a dev site, I want to create a new splash page that's going to replace this page. I can actually develop it, export it. Uh, as a JSON file, import it into the new site, override the existing um, items that are there, and you're going to have a brand new page um, there. You know, that's a lot simpler than you know, than migrating an entire site or um, tr trying to do it on a per page basis, like within the uh, the database. Yeah, and one thing I really like about that too is with the libraries, you can do it by page, or you could export all of your Divi libraries that you have in there. If you have like five, you know, say I have a homepage layout, a services page, a contact page, and an about us page or something like that. You can go into your library, your Divi theme library, and you can export all of those. Or you could, you know, just take the homepage library or the homepage layout and you could, you know, import that elsewhere. So, yeah, that's a good call. That's a great feature. That's one of my favorite things about Divi by far. Yeah, and, and that's why you see the, the Divi layout packs. I mean, that, that's essentially what they are, are just those, right, uh, right. those, those exports of, of uh, pages. Uh, the downfall of, which is why child themes still exist, is because uh, you can't get as robust like in your uh, CSS. You can't have custom 
uh, PHP, yeah. like, like, you, like you would. And a layout pack, you know, it's, it's not going to create like a, like a menu and, and a lot of the other uh, items that are essential to a website. But then they're, they're great for creating page, you know, uh, pages on a per case basis, but not migrating a, a whole site, I, I don't think. So. Definitely. Good one, Terry. Oh. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're having a little chat reference. Audience. Live, live chat. Oh. If you are on live chat, you missed it, and you'll need to. Oh, be sure I can't see the live chat. <laughs> That's right. Are you on? We've covered no, quite I, a bit. I don't now. put it on because I get too distracted. <laughs> I, I can't do. I, I can't do it. So. <laughs> well, a, um, well, we've covered quite a bit of ground on on site migrations. Obviously, there's manual. We've talked about several tools, doors that we use. Talked about troubleshooting issues when you, you know, um, run into problems with site migrations and stuff, and what you can do to, you know, kind of help before you migrate. So what's that called? That's like prep migration. Assisted, assisted <laughs> migration. Pre-migration. Pregression. Pre-progression. Pregression. There we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and our good buddy Josh is going to have a blog post and probably a video too, because he likes to shoot videos. And yeah, uh, you got to play with the know, video toy. We'll have, yeah, we'll have I that need I week. need to do more details on the actual blog post. I'm going to get around to that, but it's more more video right now than I'll get around to uh, dissecting the post. Yeah, you it know what? Actually, it, for this it, one, for the migration, I will I will because it's important to see it written out. I think so. To yeah. be a double whammy next week. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm giving you one week. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have time for it. <laughs> he, he's not even close. You've got plenty of time, Josh. All right. I haven't slept in a week. There is for the rest of the year, too. It's, <laughs> um, well, all right. So is there anything that we've missed or haven't covered that you guys feel like we need to, that's important for us to discuss on migration? And is there anything we should say after you migrate that you need to do? Um, just to oh, good call. Clean, clean up post, the post delete your, uh, Yeah, delete your previous test site, previous database, as long as it's not you know live or connected. Yeah, getting rid of all that is huge because if you still have open files, you can potentially get hacked with a site that you know was an old development site. So yeah, it's really important to uh, to take all that stuff down. Once yeah, you're, once you're yeah if, you're, if you're not using it, it's like a dev site or something uh, and keeping it updated. Uh, yeah. Save your permalinks. Yeah, because <laughs> say, say you have a test site or a, you know, a development site, then you migrate it with a duplicator tool to a new site. That old test site is still there with the old URLs and everything, but the internet still sees it as live and active. So even though people aren't going to it, it's still a live site. So yeah, you know, getting rid of all that. And if it's on the same server, that can hang up your server time as well. It's a huge site. So great call, Leslie. Yeah, get rid of the old stuff. Go, Leslie. Yeah, no matter what tool I use, even in manual migration, uh, I, I still go in and like double save my permalinks. I, I know it's like a step in certain migration tools, but I, I can do it like in, in a manual, just kind of reset everything. All right. Well... Why don't we dive into our parting thoughts <laughs> for tonight? And uh, 
we are going to start with Corey over on the my left. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Go through your options. Do what you're comfortable with. Um, you're always going to run into different different scenarios on a website by website basis. If you're not comfortable with it, uh, with migrating, even using a tool, contact your host. See if it's a, a, a service they provide, whether for free or most hosts have like a pretty affordable option. There are companies out there that all they do is they handle migrations for people. If you're busy, you're unsure, contact one of them. Have them do it for you. Sleep better at night. <laughs> um, yeah, and then after that, find a tool that's uh, comfortable for you to use. I, I would I would suggest and make a recommendation to everybody who's a developer and building client sites on a regular basis that you do practice manual migrations and practice them on a site that doesn't matter, not a live client site that is supposed to launch in the morning because you want to get to sleep. What's, what's wrong with right. that, man? Oh. <laughs> if, if you can stay up all night, and uh, that's good. But I, I speak from experience because back in my early days, I've – yeah, you don't want to uh, say. Let me just knock out this migration real quick. And always, yeah, always migrate. Don't migrate when you have something to do. Like you know, your kid has a school yeah. play that night. Don't do it an hour before because inevitably something's going to go wrong. So and don't leave it unattended. Yeah. yeah. So those are my parting thoughts. Great parting thoughts. Hey, Josh, what about you? I could probably name a few, but I, I think the most important one for me that I had to learn the hard way was to back up your site first before you do a migration. And again, like I attested to earlier, I didn't really understand that there was a database. I came from the Dreamweaver world where it was just a static HTML site. Oh. Like, oh, you just move the sites over or you know, move the files That's over. What I site. Learned first, yeah. No idea there was a database there. So uh, there's backup tools, but you can do it manually. And I'll sh I hate to plug my tutorial again, but I will show you next week how to do that. But as long as you back up your your WordPress files and your database, that's all you need to, to make sure you know you have your site. And if you have, let's say you hire your host to migrate your site, you wanna make sure you have that downloaded on your machine just in case something goes awry. And then you could at least say, well, here's you know all my WordPress files, here's my database with all the pages and content. So that's the big one for me is just make sure you have everything backed up. Make sure you cover, cover your butt before you do any migrations because that can get, uh, it can get tricky for sure. Boom. And uh, if if anybody messes, uh, don't mess up on that tutorial, Josh, because we're going to be checking it out. I might I might have Terry uh, approve it to get the, the hail of approval before I make it live. Make sure I make sure I'm saying it right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, speaking of Terry, let's go to Terry next. OK. Uh, backups. Yeah. Like Josh was saying and, and cover your butt. Uh, I'll word that another way do your research, do your homework. The success of your migration is going to be in large part dependent on how well you're paying attention. Uh, if you've watched this show or listened to this show, <laughs> not really, but anyway. Um, and in addition to doing your homework, understanding what the, the entire process involves, uh, be aware of lower quality hosts may be getting in the way with uh, exceeding resources and things like that. But just, uh, and ask other people around, you know, what was your migration experience with this host? That's, that's why we have our Facebook groups so that you can ask questions like that. And I'm done. Good parting thoughts. All three of you, Leslie. Hmm. 
Mine's kind of the same. <laughs> uh, just make sure you back up if, if, if nothing, nothing else before you even do anything else. Um, and I, like I said, I use Updraft Plus. I think it's uh, pretty easy for beginners. Um, that's why I recommend it. I'd probably use All-in-One if I came across that one first. I just happened to use Updraft Plus first. Um, but, yeah, uh, just whatever, whatever everybody else has said. You're a yes man. You take credit. <laughs> I can't take credit for this parting thought because somebody posted it in our little Divi chat oh. here. But one thing that you do want to make sure that you do as well, especially if you move sites or move hosts, you want to make sure that you get your MX records set up properly and stuff. Migrate those over and stuff. Uh, if you're like us and you use Google Apps for business, you don't really have to worry about all that stuff because you know, as far as your MX records for email and stuff, it's taken care of with Google. But if you do use it through your host, that all that stuff is, is, is looked at as well. So that's a, that's a part two of this series of yeah. migrating email. Well, if, if, yeah, if, if, you're, if you're switching, if you're switching hosts, uh, you still have to change the uh, MX records and the, and the DNS. Uh, right. Yeah. Migrating yeah. WordPress sites will turn your hair gray. Migrating email <laughs> yeah. will, Take it completely off. So that's yeah, right. yeah. You use Google Apps for business. That's Save right. yourself a world of hurt. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah, David's an old mail exchanger guy. Look at his hair. <laughs> yeah. Look. <laughs> Better than what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'll have to say. My parting thought is I can't say anything that anybody else has already said. So. My parting thought on migration is if you do not have your WordCamp US ticket punched for Nashville, migrate your butts on down there and come hang out with us. Yeah, every one of us will be there. First weekend of December, everybody on this panel will be there. Wahoo! We did did put an order in for some Divi Chat t-shirts. Yeah, and they look nice. We will be giving out as well. So, got 50. So the first 50 we see Come get them. We'll be glad to give them to you and stuff. So yeah, and 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 us, and then and and Nick Roche will be there too. So <laughs> if if we don't excite right. you enough, yeah. you know Nick, Nick will be there. <laughs> yeah, come in. Even anyway. Nick and those guys will be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all right. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. So well, thanks everybody for joining us for another episode of Divi Chat. Head on over to our website, divi.chat. When Josh finishes his tutorial, we'll link to the show notes yeah, of this episode to link over you there and awesome. check it out. And stuff. If you like us, and feel free to leave us a review wherever you're listening to us. You know, like, subscribe, review. We would absolutely love it and stuff, especially on platforms other than YouTube. If you want to come hang out, jump in the conversation on the live chat. Well, we've got some regulars coming in here. Thank you so much for coming, guys. We really appreciate it. So tune in next week as we tackle another topic geared toward help improve your WordPress and Divi development and business. And we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. See you guys. Adios. 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 Adios.